Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. By the time we're reading this, watching this, listening to this, deep into fall, snow might have come. But it's okay, because we're heating it up today. We're talking about Spokane County Libraries. We have an awesome person with us today. This is uh, Jillian Nunnemaker. This is the uh, development manager for Spokane County um, Public Libraries. Jillian, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Happy to be here, Steve, and thank you for that warm introduction. No doubt. What coffee are you drinking? I am drinking, um, it's an East Coast brand called Chock Full of Nuts. It's nice. hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just Atticus. <laughs> I was loving it. Oh, I love yeah. Atticus. No yeah. Doubt. It was yeah, good they times. Have fabulous coffee. Yeah. Jalen, what's happening? Uh, everything. Yeah. I work for a library district, the Spokane County Library District, so everything's happening all the time. I bet. So, yeah. I know. You're you're building stuff, you're remodeling stuff, you're Exactly. You know, new programs are happening. Oh, all, all the, the time. time. All the time. Our programs are always evolving, which I love. And Every uh, three times a year, we have um, our uh, magazine that comes out, um, Engage. So pick up your coffee today at any Spokane County Library District. So uh, what's location. in there? Um, a little bit of everything. There's something in here for everybody. So this this just dropped on, uh, let's see here, October 1st. So nice. this has all of our programs from October to January listed in there. And there are some some gems. We have 11 library locations, and uh, during the, the first part of the pandemic, um, to, to differentiate us from SPL, and today we're in a lovely Spokane Public Library building yes, downtown. Yes, we are, this right This is downtown. a lovely space, and we partner with them uh, frequently. But the county library services are uh, separate from the municipal library services. Yes, yeah, so, so like my library out at Medical Lake, that is Spokane County that's, Lo- yes, Library. Yes, exactly, yep. exactly. So uh, during the, the first part of the pandemic, when everybody was doing Zoom, I would uh, bring a donut to Zoom presentations or any Zoom networking events. I would go out and buy a glazed donut okay. with sprinkles on it or just a plain glazed. And I would get 11 chocolate chips and strategically place them around our donuts, around the donut and say, I work for the Spokane County Library District. We have 11 library locations that are like a donut. And then the, the city of Spokane is right is in, in the, the middle, is, is in the center. So just so people would um, be able to differentiate between the, the two. It's genius. It's genius. We can and all I'm a visual that. person, yes. Everybody understands yes, that. Yes, exactly. Did you read the directions, Jill? No, I didn't, but I, I picture read my way through. So for those visual learners out there, um, we have uh, three libraries out in the West Plains area. Two up north, North Spokane and Deer Park. Um, three out in like the the Valley area on Argonne, and a brand new library in Spokane Valley across from the uh, uh, city hall. And uh, okay, so down on Sprague out there. Yes, mm-hmm. then yeah. Moran Prairie and Fairfield, and uh, three out in the West Plains. So yeah, so we got our our bases covered. So definitely. Yeah. What do libraries look like these days? Because you know mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just watching them evolve since when I was a kid, you know, go yeah. in, I could get a, like a tape and then CDs. That was <laughs> sweet when that happened. Um, and you know, traditional books and, but now it's like a library of things. 
Oh my gosh, I love talking about our Library of Saint things. So you can still check out books. We still have books Thank on goodness. the shelves made of paper. Which is, do you read books of paper? I or do. Or are you electronic? I am not electronic. Okay. In fact, my, my I was chatting with my daughter's teacher yesterday, and they just did like a persuasive uh, writing component in her English class, and she wrote hers on why she prefers paper books over like e-readers. But we love if you're, her. I know. I'm like I had no idea she she did that for her persuasive essay. But if you're um, an e-reader, you can download e-books. Um, onto your, your Kindle or whatever device that you have. That's incredible. So we offer I that. like real books too, uh, by me the too. way. Yeah, I just can't help yeah. it. And you could check out yeah. DVDs, CDs, um, tons of digital resources. But in addition to that, we have some fabulous programs too. So, and there's something for, for everybody. And if you can't physically pop into our libraries for a program, a lot of them are, are online. So we found that that is... Um, so this is so accessible. It's incredibly accessible. So if you're um, an entrepreneur, we have uh, uh, small business workshops through SCORE. We partner with SCORE and once a month we do. It's kind of like a, a lunch and learn almost. It's free. You register. It's at noon once a month, and there's different topics um, on um, how to how to write a business plan, um, how to negotiate and um, uh, negotiate contracts. Just something for for everybody in the small business and entrepreneurial. World. I hope our producer Tony's listening right now because he's always trying to try new businesses and he's going places. Oh yeah, he's got to show up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So our score business workshops are hugely par- popular, and um, we love partnering with Score through that. But we also have digital resources for entrepreneurs and, and small business owners here. Um, we have the the Gale business business plan builder. So that's kind of a, a scary part of starting your own business. It's like I have this great idea, I know how to implement it, but how do I how do I write a 50, 60 page totally business plan? Scares me. So, and I've done <laughs> it. Exactly. So this really prompts you through. You just kind yeah. of follow the prompts and if you're like, this doesn't this module doesn't fit my needs, then you can just skip over it. And there's like a nonprofit business plan and a for-profit. So it's, it's really great. So we, we have those, those types of online programs. And then we also have like master gardening programs and um, um, all sorts of things. That's online. one of my favorite parts about our library is uh-huh. the seed library. <gasps> the so. seed library. Yes. Yeah. Hot dang. I have been able to grow some amazing heirloom uh, tomatoes that were in there. Oh, that's great to hear. I found uh, some weird squashes I'd never heard about. (laughs) I was like, all right, let's try this out. And whoever is, uh, you know, it's like take some, give some, right? Yes. And I just, I, I love that. It's community right there, right in front of me. It is yeah. because somebody might have a, a bounty of like for me at home, I always every year have tons of like Queen Anne's lace and hollyhock seeds, but somebody else might have tons of like black eyed Susan seeds uh-huh. or tomato seeds. So it's great being able to, to bring those resources in. And if you pick up our latest copy of Engage, there's a, a one page um, article on the seed library asking everybody to bring their seeds back. Because it's that time of it's year, and time. then we'll prep them, and then come, come spring, those will be made available again to to our communities. And it's great too because with the seeds, they've kind of uh, uh, microclimatized to the area as well. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. each generation that comes up, they're <laughs> just made for here. Yeah. <laughs> 
and growing our own I'm food. into it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. So the seed libraries, cool. that's um, that's one of my, my favorite programs because I'm a gardener too. So, and you had asked about our library of things. Yeah. Out of everything that we offer, that I think is the most um, progressive and unique because occasionally I'll get people come up to me and be, you know, oh, you guys just have books. It's like, no, we don't. We do not just have books. There is a world of wonder out there to explore. So we literally have something for, for everybody. And I think the, the library of things is the biggest testament to that. So you can check What's out. What's the weirdest thing that's in there? Oh, my god! Or, or unique, maybe. Unique. We have telescopes. What? Yes, we have telescopes. Okay. And um, I know by the time this airs, this will be... Um, uh, not relevant until the next eclipse, but we have sinoculars as well. So we have the, the solar eclipse coming up and we have sinoculars so you can view the eclipse. We have sewing machines. Whoa. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, pickleball sets. That's and hot so, right now. I know, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So we, we've been able to add a pickleball sets, sinoculars uh, to the catalog, as well as like inflatable movie projector, movie screen projectors for the summer months. And you can rent a movie uh, projector. So, so wow, that you, my mind's blown right now. I know. It's amazing what, what we offer. So uh, we have a nonprofit associated with the, the county library district um, called the Library Foundation of Spokane County. And this past um, April, that's our big fundraising campaign or big fundraising push. Uh, and every year we find a, a program that's um, most in need of funding. Um, and last year it was the Library of Things. So we really wanted to, to boost our offerings because that's such a fun collection. And so we, the Library Foundation fundraised to add more of these items to the, um, to the Library of Things and ukuleles and all, all sorts of fun things. Okay, and so how do I... Pots. How, <laughs> you want to learn how to yes, cook an Instant yes. Pot? Here we go. Well, how does someone access that? Like, they or, just, do they go on, you know, the library's website? Do they yes. go inside of a library? What's the, how, it, how do they do it? It's online at mm. scld.org. Um, and it's right there on the, the front page. So it'll, um, we have an advertisement um, for the Library of Things, and you can click on that link on our front page, and it'll take you right to there, and you can kind of peruse the offerings of what's available um, through the Library of Things currently. So and we're always yeah. adding fun stuff. Yeah, there's like Legos in there. And Did y'all do a podcast studio like... The Spokane, we you know, did. libraries. Okay. Yes, we did. I know when our executive producer Dana Devine said, you know, hey, this is available. It's brand new. We're the first people in here, by the way. We're mm -hmm. the very first ones to walk through the door and say, Yep, we're here. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. a year later, here we go. I um, I love our new podcast uh, studio. It's the STCU podcast uh, studio, which is located at the the new Spokane Valley Library, uh, which opened back in June. Nice. It's across the street from City Hall in the Valley, and it is such a great space. We're so fortunate to have STCU sponsoring it because they are such a great. Great partnership. Their values and mission, I think, dovetails nicely with ours because they they value education and the arts and culture. So it's it's been a wonderful partnership working with them. And our we even have programs that are specific to the STC uh, STCU studio. Okay, so, so like kids can come they learn. They can come like learn how to do? do what we're doing here. 
right exactly on. yeah so they can uh do their own podcast you can record your own album so you and i both McBee. so just full I'll disclosure uh steve before i came today i kept saying in my head okay i can't call McBee, McBee. I think I have you to call can. Him. Can I call? Can me. I call you McBee? You can. Okay, good. All right. We're so. all friends here. <laughs> so we're huge music fans, and we no bonded doubt. over over some great tunes. Um, so you can record your, and we know how expensive it is for for bands. Yeah, and it's not measured in thousands; it's tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. So it's pretty prohibitive, and we have some great talent out there. So if if you're a musician and you know, the whole pay to play thing is just not in your budget. If you're, you know, eating mac and cheese yeah. and you're like, I can't book a recording studio, come on down to the STCU studio at the Spokane Valley Library. So incredible. All we ask is that if you become famous, you have to thank us in your liner notes. <laughs> that's an STCU. Pretty... That, and that's all we ask. I don't think it's much. Not much. So, no, not at all. But we have some great programs too that teach people these. Um, the, the tech behind it, you can take tours of the studio. And if you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm not into like AV, because we have an AV club too that mm. meets on Saturdays there. I'm not into audiovisual things. The, how is this relevant to me? We also have um, uh, like create your own holiday card at the STCU wow. studio. Yes. Yeah. So you can come in, take photos, create your own holiday card right there with all the, the tech equipment that we have. Um, that program just um, came in what, but we have an upcoming one for holiday cards. It's kind of more wacky, like create your wacky, uh -huh. zany holiday card. And Makes me want to come down there and do that. You should. Yeah. You should. And um, I just mentioned about Legos being available for checkout in the library of things. But we also have a Lego-related uh, program, uh, like a stop-motion animation with Legos. So you can, like, check out Legos through the library of things, create your whole universe, and then film it. Like stop right, motion right in action one animation. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Your one stop shop. So literally. where's the vision for all this coming from? Because it's like it, libraries have come a long way. Yeah. So as community continues mm -hmm. to get build built, where where's this coming from? Where yeah, I'm real curious. It's it's an ongoing dialogue. So our librarians are fabulous to work with, and I'm not saying that just because my employer pay, pays me, <laughs> you know. We have such a great group of people, and our librarians are, are constantly um, doing uh, like pr professional and betterment. And we're tapped into ALA and the WLA, the Washington Library Association, as well. Is this unique to our area, or is this happening all over the country? Well, there's facets of libraries huh. that are, are unique to our area. Um, I uh, I'm a librarian by trade and archivist. That's what my background's in. So I, I fundraise uh, for our county libraries. I'm our development manager. But I have a background as a librarian. So um, when I moved here to Washington State seven years ago, uh, I knew that Washington State and New Jersey have some of the most stringent laws about librarianship and working as a librarian. Okay. So you have to have, um, you have barriers to entry. <laughs> sort so of. So we take librarians and libraries seriously. I view it more very much so okay. in Washington State. So there's there's high standards. You need to have a specific certificate to be a librarian here. In addition to that, you have to have an MLIS from a, um, an accredited ALA university. So and that's um, those those laws Dang. aren't elsewhere in the the United States. Just Washington and New Jersey have these these strict laws. 
but also for funding sources. Um, SP, I can't speak for SPL, but more than likely, um, in, uh, since they're a public library as well, um, our county libraries were funded through public taxpayer dollars, sure. through property taxes. And uh, that really dictates what we can spend funds on s as well here in Washington State. So um, for some of the extras as well as some of the, the necessities, we have our library foundation. Um, so our, our budget strictly goes to capital projects, our collections, our digital resources, um, paying salaries. So it's, it's really um, kind of the nuts and bolts, but kind of the sexier bits so uh -huh. to speak um yeah that's the icing on the, the cake the icing on the cake it. and then these large scale capital projects or grant funding you really need a nonprofit um for the these sorts of things so that's so the vehicle to that's the vehicle for it yeah yeah so um we have a lot of programs that the library foundation funds uh some of the collections in the library of things they fundraise for back in um, april but we also have other programs that are way, way cool. So like I was saying, um, we, we look at uh, broad national, um, national dialogue around librarianship and then what's specific to our areas. Um, I know our librarians are out there um, chatting with our communities and getting community members feedback. So, so we're looking at needs, hearing what, yes, what we need. Exactly, exactly. So there's um, things that are specific to some of our more rural libraries because that's what we hear is needed in the, the community, you know. So we get that feedback and implement accordingly, and then we have programs that are, are countywide as well. So that's it's kind of that ebb and flow, that dialogue, and just seeing in broader culture what's, what's needed in the community, how do libraries evolve um, on a more macro level as well. Uh, and I, I love the fact that some of our programs are things. I've, my first library job was back in the mid mid-aughts or okay. mid-2000s there and so I've been working in libraries and museums on and off since then and uh, just to see the kind of things that are offered now that weren't offered maybe 15 20 years ago such as uh, we partner with the uh, Spokane Symphony as well in addition to you can get symphony tickets you can get symphony tickets isn't that amazing yeah and museum passes to either the the Mobius or to the to the Mac to the Northwest Museum of Arts and Culture. That's so sweet. Isn't that awesome? So oh. our uh, library foundation has also fundraised for for those passes um, as well. So yeah, libraries have always been gathering places, um, that community mm -hmm. building, and you know just here in Spokane, like here at this library, we're seeing like. There's a social services element that's happening in libraries yes. too right now. Mm -hmm. Is you know, being a place where folks who are, you know, unhoused can, you know, be. Yeah. Is that happening in, in the county district too? It does, yes. Yeah. So we we face the the same um, same things that happen in more urban libraries. Most of our, our libraries are in suburban settings um, and a lot of our, our librarians interact and partner with um some of the the nonprofit organizations that are helping members in, in our community who are maybe housing insecure, uh, facing food uh, sh shortages at home, um, uh, and help help them find those resources. So, so that's one thing too that our employer 
um, encourages us to do. It's very much, uh, it's very much about partnership. Right. With, yeah, you with can't other, do it, it all. You can't right? do it all alone. It's very yeah. much about partnership and, and working um, with other other organizations here in our in our community. I think that's what makes Spokane yeah. so special, and the the Spokane County area in general so special. I've never lived anywhere else where there's that sense of community and partnership and to to help help our communities thrive and in better people's lives. And I absolutely love that. It is, and you have a unique perspective. You've been a lot of places. Yes, and, I have, yeah. And so, yeah, it's good <laughs> to hear that because sometimes we might, I know I do, I get blind to it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this is a special place. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to remind everyone where you live. It's like, no, we yeah. we do good and we can continue to do better. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I proactively chose Spokane for that reason. People say, why did you move here? It wasn't because I had, like, a job at the time because I didn't. I didn't move up here for a job. Keep going. We want to know more because that's that's crazy talk. We love it. Well, this was back seven years ago, back with the when um, the it was either the city of Spokane or visit Spokane or GSI had the whole near nature, near perfect. Yep. And I was sold. I was sold on that. Um, I was. It worked. It worked. I'm here. (laughs) Thank you. So. So um, I, I moved up here uh, multiple generations. Uh, it's a very small family, but... Um, where where were you uh, before? A place that can't be named. <laughs> the place that nobody wants to, to name. Sacramento? <laughs> a little no. further south, but in the same state, yes. So nice. <laughs> actually, I'm from a town called Redlands, California. It's in between Palm Springs and Los Angeles. Okay. So yeah, it's a great place yeah. to be from, but it's very congested. Um, we have these a huge mountain range behind um, the, the valley where I lived called the San Bernardino Mountains, and you can't even see it from the valley because there's so much smog. So, really? Yeah. So the whole near nature, near perfect yeah. thing sold me. I'm going down there, by the way. I've, yeah. I haven't been to Palm Springs ever, oh. but I got connected up with the Whitworth Institute of Leadership. Yes. And so they're They take, go to Palm Desert. Yes. Yes. And so I, it's Palm Springs this oh, year. Oh, Palm Springs this year. So yep. if you need so like restaurants, I'm suggestions. Gonna, so just holler yeah. at you. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. I can tell you where to go. Nice. So. Cause yeah, I've never <laughs> been down there. So yeah, it's, it's looking fun. forward to it. It's, Maybe I can have a smog day. Well, if you're down in the mm. desert, you probably will get a smogless day. Yeah, because the further east that you drive out of LA and the, because they're called the, from uh, LA to Palm Springs, that middle area is called the Inland Empire. Okay. So I told people that I was moving from one Inland Empire to the other. Yeah, you my, were. My area code down there was 909. So I'm like 909 to 509. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. See, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Oh. It was meant to be, McBee. Okay, so, so you came up here. And you didn't mm-hmm. know exactly where you're going to nope. work. Nope. I I walked uh, my last trip up here before uh, my family moved. Um, I walked into Gonzaga, into the, the Foley Library, and I said, let me just see if they have any jobs available. And my background as an archivist, there's very few jobs. There are few and far between. So I walked into their, their archives and special collections, and it just so happened that the... The archivist there was going on sabbatical the, the week after timing. I moved here. And they're like, you know, we can't hire you full-time permanent, but we can give you a temporary job. So it worked out Done. well. It worked out well. So I was there at Gonzaga uh, for, for seven, eight months and loved it. Loved my time there. 
but uh, yeah, when, started to settle into it's, the city, to, started yeah, to see what's exactly, going on here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was it was great to be able to to see the the university campus and in that community too, because that's there at GU. That's a real sense of community. I live up north. I walk Whitworth's campus frequently. My daughter's there for different it's events. It's pretty. It's gorgeous. I, I love all of our college campuses. And then even down at like Eastern. I mean, that's beautiful. I've been to like chamber events for West Plains out there. And it's just gorgeous. And I live out by there. So, and our daughter, yeah. she's going to school out there and running start. And so, oh, yeah, exciting. it's always nice to go walk around. Yeah. And the trees are turning right now. Yeah, oh, it's our, beautiful. Our, our campuses are gorgeous. They're, they're, and that was actually one of the draws to moving here, too, is the fact that uh, we have multiple hospitals um, close by as well as multiple great uh, both private and public schools so that was something that that I valued in addition to to being in nature and being able to see mountains that were five feet away and not having like a curtain of smog uh-huh. blocking them like, so oh, I can breathe <laughs> I can breathe yes <laughs> okay I gotta ask yes. like archivists so like yes. I've speaking of eastern like when you drive out by there you see this Washington State archives yes and I'm like what is that? And I never like explored mm-hmm. it. So I think I get to know now. What does an archivist do? What is what does that world look like? So my background is in uh, my graduate degrees are in public history. And what that is, is that's um, that's historic preservation. That's the special collections. So so the books on vellum, those okay. go to the special yeah. collections. Or uh, if it's if it's county records, you know the for old those documents people who don't like know mining. what vellum is. Yes, <laughs> like you got to put that through yeah. like machine. You're looking through vellum. Yeah, that vellum is like leather, okay. like the leather bound books from oh. like the medieval period. So that's what goes to special collections. If you have any of those in your organization. Um, in preserving those documents, uh, I worked a lot with like government documents so most of them aren't on vellum (laughs) no illuminated manuscripts but I've worked in government uh, archives a lot throughout my career and that was um, so it's preserving preserving history yeah township and range so maps um so the so there's like eastern Washington there's a room back here yes uh that we see the archives that's and there's a fabulous collection Hmm. there yeah so if you have a historic home here in town there or the mac archives would be the the first place to to look so it's a fun world but there's a few um professional opportunities and when people get into those jobs they hang on to them for dear life i can imagine because those jobs don't don't come around so when i moved here i thought that i might have to change careers and i was okay with that because you were it was more important where i work or where i lived than what i did so when this fundraising position came open this philanthropy job with the county libraries i was so excited I was very excited, so because I'm very yeah, I get to stay in the library world. I get to world. stay in the library world, and yeah. it's it's a great and you're made for it. Like, oh, yeah, thank you can you. talk to anyone. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and it's so easy too with our programs. It's just the the wide range of, of programs that and services that we offer. So yeah, people want to get involved with that, right? They do, and a lot of it's seasonal. A lot of it is very current for what's going on. Like right now, we have um, coming up. We've already had two happen, but I think there's there's five or six, and some will be occurring after um, after Halloween. But we have like a Halloween costume swap. That's like a new program that we have. Um, we also have uh, our writers conference. And this is going on its seventh year that's coming up uh, later this month. So then that's that's an annual event. 
it's at the, um, or was at the North Spokane Library, but it has gotten so big that we're now partnering with, with SPL. It's a two-day event. Wow. Yes. So people are coming in people from People are all coming over. in from all, all over. There's different um, speakers that come in. They, there's different sessions that teach about the creative writing process, how to get published, um, and that's all in lead up because of for November, which is uh, National Novel Writers Month. I think nice. that's Remo. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Got to get a running start on, on that one. So, yeah. So it's great. And our library foundation last year sponsored, um, uh, food trucks that came in and like a, a coffee, coffee break there. So the library foundation does so much great work and it's, it's very, a variety of things. And that's just another example of, of what they sponsor. And they've sponsored the, um, the Mac passes as well. And we have a very, um, a generous um, donor who sponsors the the Mobius passes and that comes out of the Diane Zahand Memorial Fund and Diane was a, uh, a school teacher out in Spokane Valley who loved loved children loved education had an inquisitive mind loved learning and uh, her passion just came across in everything that she did and unfortunately, Diane passed away a decade ago and to um, preserve her, her, her memory, legacy her legacy is living. is living. She started the PRISM School out in Spokane Valley, and she loved um, early learning, and uh, STEM was her, her two biggest passions. So uh, the Diane E. Zahand Memorial Fund um, is what sponsors our Mobius Passes. So, so way cool. it is way cool. Huh. So if, if anybody out there has, has anything that they're passionate about or would like to, um, uh, memorialize a loved one who was very passionate about something, by all means, you, you know, you reach out, to reach you, out right? and you heard yes, that's support SCLD.org. <laughs> that's our, uh, library foundations website. So, and it'll list uh, ways to give, different ways to give, some of the, the programs that the uh, Library Foundation has funded, and uh, just going on to our scld.org, the library district's main website, you can really see uh, the way cool programs that we have, and they're all available for, for funding, and would be happy to, to promote that if it's an organization or an individual donor. Well, I know there's a lot of people who are listening right now that just they want to get involved. Yeah. And and now we know how. And we're just scratching the yes. surface. Yeah. But call Jillian. <laughs> She'll buy you a cup of coffee. She'll tell yes. you all about how you can support the Spokane, you know, county public library uh, world. Yes. And, and we're going to continue to help you. You yeah, know. or email us yeah. at foundation at scld.org. So foundation at scld.org, yeah. Jalyn, thanks for your, uh, coming today. Thanks oh, for thank helping you. us out, understand a little bit more. And yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest oh, of your day. Thank you so much, Steve. It's always great to, to chat with you and to chat about libraries. I could it's chat fun. All day about this. No yeah, doubt. Happy to be on the program. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for being here. Thanks.